so the last of my three questions is what about fashion now? We're not quite out of COVID. Some people have rushed back to exactly where they were before anything went wrong. You know, they've got their cruise collections. They're still finding exotic locations to try and fly everyone to. Everything sort of, and then some people are still taking it slowly. Some people have downsized their, whatever. There's lots of changes that have happened and are happening. But what do you think about fashion now? It's it's interesting, as you say, that everybody's doing something different. Um, but the main thing I've realized recently is that how certain brands are really looking to sell and commercialize. Um, and it's a lot of those brands that were sort of have been holding out to be creative and to be sort of experimental for years. And now they're deciding, OK, we need to make some money. We need to grow. Um, for various reasons, um, I think some brands are, their creative directors are getting a bit old and they want to sort of sell and retire. Um, and they just need to increase the numbers on the sort of the, the bottom line um, so that the value of the brand is higher so that they can get a better out. Um, and there's a lot of that going on. And there's also... Um, yeah, there's a lot of stagnancy. Nobody really knows what's going on. So they're just making another safe collection. Um, and also, I think we've found that um, a lot of the interest now is not on the catwalk and the new collections, but there's a sort of the collaborations as we talked about, that those are the talking points. Or when a celebrity wears something custom, that's a huge talking point. And it reaches so much further than a show, as unfortunate as that is, um, especially without the... I think it's interesting because the the pandemic period gave us a control um, in a scientific way um, with regards to separating what was actually driving that traffic and that those sales. Was it the clothes on the catwalk or was it who was in the front row or who was watching. And I think what they've realized is that it was even more proportionate towards the celebrities in the front row that drove all those numbers, the traffic, the sales, the everything. Um, so I think everybody's a bit almost disenchanted and sort of um, trying to think of ways to do it creatively without sort of selling out or also deciding to sell out and give up um but yeah we also realized that sort of fashion depends so much on social media today to a frightening degree but then i think in a lot of cases people's lives are lived on social media now talking about the sort of metaverse with zuckerberg um we're actually already living in a form of the metaverse like all our conversations happen in messages on social media or the sort of community aspect is the on the feed um yeah so it's hacking what works on there um and a lot of things have gone back to sort of what humans are generally attracted to um which is often sort of um a few years ago it was before the pandemic um 
there was this whole thing on social media of you got a red jacket and red pair of jeans, red shoes, red hat, red bandana, and you sat on a red post box in London and waited for a red bus to pass behind you. And that was the photo that would get you loads of likes and engagement and would be shared. Um, because humans are naturally um, attracted to sort of these bright primary colors um, and this idea of sort of matching everything and making it sort of, it's in a very simple way, aesthetically pleasing. Um, I think we've sort of come along slightly from there. Um, <laughs> and there's a bit more sophistication there as the sort of general average age of the Instagram user has, has matured. Um, but it's still like quite a thing. People will love seeing sort of the same color paired, like um, bags that match with your socks or a cap that will match your jeans or, or whatever. Um, and well, it's 1952, isn't it? The advice to wear navy and white accessories with your navy and white suit. So, so in half a century or more, nothing's really changed. No. And it's when you think about it, there's a certain sort of truth to it that that people are just sort of that is the most pleasing thing to to a human if you don't complicate it. Of course, we in fashion sort of add our own sort of contextual things and sort of references, but most people don't know about all these sort of artists and designers that have been, and they don't care either. They just want to have something that triggers endorphins in their brain in a very simple way. Um, and I, I think, think, sorry, I think one of the things that's very interesting about that top to toe thing is not in quite the same way, but I think it's amazing how Olivia Rostang has done all these great shots of himself where it's literally, except for the shoes, everything has the Balmain logo. Mm, mm. And it looks great on him. I mean, he is the best advert for his brand in many ways, but I think that goes back to what you're saying about that. You know, the impact visually has become as, as important as whether it's fashionable or it's a designer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's creating that sort of image that can be sort of tapped into by anybody. I think um, you've probably seen that we post a lot of memes on HFT. Yeah. Because that's a big way of how people understand fashion these yeah. days. Um, and, and when you sort of look into memetics um, and all that kind of thing, you do realise that sort of a lot of fashion is about sort of repeating things and sort of, oh, that's relatable because I remember it from 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and it's coming up again. And it's that sort of that kind of, triggers something inside you like oh yeah I feel included because I do remember um and that's what's what it's all about and I think it's finding creative solution to that and sort of finding a balance between doing it in a very tacky way and doing it in a in a way that is interesting and, and playful um but yeah that it's also that sort of you might see Olivier in, in the full look, but then you'll buy the t-shirt that is that pattern, yeah. or you might buy the bag and yeah. you 
then sort of a lot of people buy stuff just thinking about how it looks on social media, which is kind of sad, but also just that's how it is. Um, Do you um, think going back to the shows that because what's often delivered is not the same as on the catwalk, that a lot of the people who are following stuff are less interested now in the catwalk because they'd actually rather wait till it's delivered in the shops. And if you particularly have one or two luxury brands where it looks pretty fabulous and glamorous wandering up and down. But when you actually get to Selfridges in shop or wherever, or even their own shops, what was actually on the runway is a very small percentage of the offering. Do you think that's also affected people's views of, of runway shows? Um, I think what I've seen is that um, people are really sort of clamoring over getting exactly what was on the runway, um, especially if they've seen it. Um, and it's almost sort of unfortunate that sort of brands don't deliver the same things. Um, I think one of the uh, things that Rick Owen fans like yeah. is that you get exactly what is on the catwalk in the shops. Um, and yeah, that's sort of in our, I guess, the high fashion talk community. Um, that's something that everybody likes. They like sort of, and it's again, this mimetic of like tapping into the, um, what happened in that cultural moment on the catwalk mm -hmm. and being able to put yourself into it and sort of incorporate yourself into that side of things the same way as you would make your own version of a meme. Um, like we do, I, I even sort of encourage that people <laughs> take out templates and make their own memes. And it's hilarious to see what people come up with. Um, but yeah, it's, I think in the mainstream, um, they're not looking at catwalk. So it, it, the, what they want in the shop is what I've seen recently is that people shop content. Um, and we, we've heard these sort of business of fashion and all these people talk about shopping the content for ages. And there's people who try to make apps for identifying what a piece of clothing is from a photo with AI and all that kind of thing. But they really are interested in what people who they admire are wearing. Mm -hmm. um, one example, uh, a couple of years ago, I think, Architectural Digest did um, a video with Kanye West and Kim Kardashian in their um, house in, in Hidden Hills in LA. Um, and somebody asked, um, what is Kanye wearing? What trousers is Kanye wearing here? Um, I want to buy them. Does anybody know I, I can buy them? And that's where people sort of find pieces of clothing now and i'd never think about sort of watching Arch architectural digest unless it's a really standout outfit and this was just literally tracksuit bottoms and a sweater um <laughs> but i'd never think about thinking oh what is he wearing i want to buy that maybe i've done it subconsciously in the past yeah. um but people really expect to be able to buy everything that they see in content um and yeah, in that sense, the catwalk isn't for those people anymore from most brands either. Um, the catwalk is to feed the sort of the press, the the buyers to make 
impress them more than show them what they've got to sell. Um, and also for that social media conversation, um, which seems to be for the brands that then bring a celebrity into it, then they have to consider, am I putting this celebrity in a showpiece or am I putting it in what people are going to shop? Um, which is what creates a lot of the disconnect between sort of people wanting something super creative and then getting the whole sort of commercial thing. Whereas in the end, it's just a business decision and, um, yeah, it's it seems quite unpopular to do good business. I think that's why, as you say about Rick Owens, I think there is you know this huge following that he has, but there's there's so many boxes that he ticks for a lot of people, and I think that the intelligence and the devotion and the continuity, etc. But I think that there is also, and and this is my my sort of final question really. I was fascinated by how, for me, how intelligent a lot of his observations were by Demner around the Balenciaga show and about how he felt that he'd fallen back in love with fashion, et cetera, et cetera. Do you think that as opposed to the brands who are basically putting all their focus on commerciality and sheer volume of sales, do you think there's also room now for this, what is in a sense an, an, an upcurve of thinking designers? Yeah, well, there's also a huge part of fashion that is people won't be buying the clothes, but they want to talk about it. And I think that's a lot of the people that do engage with high fashion talk. Um, they'll, they'll really want something that is juicy to put that bite their teeth into and, and really sort of get into what the designer's thinking and why they're doing that. Um, and they probably won't ever go to the shop, never mind buy anything. Um, <laughs> but but it's it's completely, it's fashion transforming into an entertainment form um, and a little sort of niche, or not a little one, either a big niche um, that is sort of just feeding them with information and then that will drive sales probably for the, the the people that are rich enough to to buy it because they'll want to be part of that sort of conversation that they have that piece um and it's completely different market from that um wanting to buy it because the influencer's wearing it mm. um but it is definitely something that is developing and sort of as i think we have generations in fashion um, quite a lot of the time and I think this generation is going through that cycle and sort of um, maturing into being part of that conversation and valuing that over other things um, but we, we're seeing it again that sort of there's a new generation coming up on TikTok now that is thinking about it the way we thought about it five years ago or whenever it was um, so yeah, it, it's never ending sort of cycle and, um, race to sort of develop and yeah, I think it's, it's great that there's more wide communications on 
those kind of things and that Demna is yeah p- putting his thoughts out there for the world and sort of really thinking about sort of how does he do this and how how what goes into his clothes but then again he's he's just making silly clothes a lot of the time as well um (laughs) yeah it's interesting you have to be able to do everything at the same time um which yeah is goes contrary to the advice of like know what you do and do it well um yeah it's juggling a lot of plates isn't it in fashion yeah. And it's also, as you say about the cycles, it's like one of those astrolobe things where you have, you know, various rings all working on the same pivot, but all going on at the same time in different directions. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, I, I guess it's, it's for brands, it's really difficult to navigate. Um, but yeah, it's all just a shot in it's the dark sort of those. a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very, very much indeed. Let's leave it there with our thoughts about today. And um, thank you so much for all your time.